Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and we had so much fun uh, two weeks ago with Gearhouse that John Burroughs from Barley and Hops is back in helping me out. Hey, how's it going? And uh, all the way from Williamsport, Maryland, we have Garrett Chambers from Kushwa. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. <clears throat> Thank you for coming in. Um, first, I want to, I'm really excited today. I'm sure you could tell. I'm just bubbling over. I, we just had our first meetings yesterday and um, today, and Uncapped, starting in September, is also going to be a quarterly publication. Oh, awesome. So we're going into the print realm also. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm pretty exciting. And I got ordered some hats and some other fun stuff. My shirt size is medium. We didn't order any shirts yet, but maybe that could happen. Same. So you're going to need at least two of those. Yeah. Yeah, two of those special order. If you do hoodies, zip up in the front, preferably. Uh, pullovers are lame. Yeah, no. they have to be a zip up. Zippy. Got to be zippies. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't disagree with you guys more. You, well, definitely. Everyone is guy. entitled to definitely a wrong, from, impi- de- <coughs> wrong opinion. Interview <laughs> over. Don't go to Kushwa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, what's Brewer's Alley up to? I mean, uh, Parley and Hops. So, yeah. We well, said you were at Monocacy well, before. Brewer's, Al- then... Brewer's Alley is having their 21st anniversary in about a week or so. But uh, Barley and Hops, uh, we just got a new crowler machine in this week. They did. And, uh, now and the labels are pretty. Labels are pretty. <clears throat> I like but, them a lot. We are, despite his wrong opinion about hoodies, here to talk about Garrett. This is true. So Good Garrett, Garrett. <laughs> Good luck. <looking>. Sexy Garrett. <laughs> yeah. That is one man's opinion. I am one man. <laughs> so uh, let's start out just with your, your history. What, mm-hmm. what were you doing before you started Kushwa? That's a good question. Um, so I am not the type of person to stick with things for a very long time. So I've done a lot of things. Um, so Kushwa has a short lifespan? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're timing out actually now. I'm, I'm moving on to other things. He's going to open a bookstore? Because <laughs> that's the future. Right. That's, Print only. And uh, we're just going to carry Uncapped Magazine basically in my bookstore. Nice. And zip-up hoodies. Right. <laughs> and not and not zip-ups. Um, so... The brewing part of my past is um, I was a home brewer for a while, and there are three of us that, that own Kushwa, so it's me, uh, Scott, and Marcus, and all of us were home brewers. We met through beer and bonded over just drinking beer and hanging out, brewing, things like that. Uh, Scott has the longest home brewing history. I, I think he's been home brewing for 10 or 12 years, so he's been at it a while. Uh, but we've all kind of been craft beer nerds for ever since we were able to drink and um you know just kind of caught the bug traveling around drinking visiting breweries getting to know people and the whole culture and scene um <clears throat> for me specifically uh most recently i was living i was a school counselor and i was living up in Bur- uh, burlington vermont uh, i was also uh, working at a brewery up there called four quarters a small place right outside of burlington uh great beer super underrated so people should go check it out um but uh, I learned a lot. Uh, Brian, the guy that owns the place, a friend of mine, uh, I learned you know, a lot about commercial brewing, but also just the business side of all of it. Um, so when Scott and Marcus called and said, hey, we're going to open a brewery, I thought it was that old conversation because we've always kind of talked about it, but never really followed through. The same, like a bunch of guys getting yeah. drunk, let's open a bar. <laughs> exactly. Right. And you wake up the next morning and realize it's an awful idea. <laughs> you, you just go to work and stop thinking about it. Never had that idea. No, 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 I've had the idea to open a bar and a brewery, but never that, oh, it's a bad idea. Oh, really? Yeah. No, see. no. I always think it's a great idea. Yeah. But it just hasn't happened yet. It, it, we never followed through on it until, until we did. You know, basically, they, they called me uh, one day after a meeting with Kevin Addicts, who's the uh, head of the Brewers Association in Maryland. Um, Williamsport actually had him come up and talk to some people about wanting to um, open a brewery. And they called me after they left there and... Um, interestingly enough found the spot that we're in on the way home and said hey we're doing this do you want to be part of it and i was like i don't think so um, <laughs> I, I i would love to do that but i didn't i honestly i didn't want to leave burlington um i love it up there it's it's you it's know a fits beautiful my, area it is and the cheese is great too cheese is great beer's great 
hiking's great. People are great. I mean, there's there's just everything's right about it for my for my personality. That part um, of Vermont, there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Nothing. 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 Unless you don't like the cold, and then everything's wrong with it. But then you just <laughs> have to throw on a zip-up hoodie, and you're fine. Pull, See? Pullovers would do the trick. Pullovers would Zippies. do the trick. Yeah, zippers are not good for wind. Yeah, they're wonderful. Just throwing that out there. Um, what do you know? <laughs> very little. <laughs> if we're being honest. Just sit over there and look pretty, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, how about I ask you guys questions? <laughs> <we do> that? <laughs> Run. Well, so, so wait. So you you were working as a school counselor and brewing for yeah. them. Okay. Yeah. And then and and the cool thing about the cool thing about my experience at Four Quarters was uh, it was a really small place, same kind of size that we are, um, and the few people that worked there kind of did everything. Most of us worked in the brew space. We cleaned stuff. We worked the tap room. We did you know whatever. It was all hands on deck. Whatever needed to be done, everybody just pitched in. Um, you know, and Brian's one owner, uh, one guy owning the whole place and it's hard to do everything as one person. So, um, he really let us do a lot of things and that was, that was great. Um, so anyway, fast forward, they, they called me and, and, um, it took some back and forth, but I really did want to do it. And, um, we moved back about a year ago and, um, took over, actually we, we've had this space under lease since April of last year. Uh, it took forever to get up and running, um, just different things standing in the way, preventing it from happening. Um, so those, uh, <clears throat> were they just build out issues or like regulatory dealing with licensing and, and permit? Honestly, it was the, our equipment, we were supposed to have our equipment in, in the very beginning of July last year and it didn't show up until like late October. Um, that was the main thing. Um, I can't say enough nice things about the people that we worked worked with at all levels of government. You know, often you hear some of those things being the thing that holds it up, but we, we kind of sailed right through all that. Uh, permitting wasn't too, too bad. We didn't have to do a lot of build out. Our space is an old restaurant, so we didn't do a lot of structural change. Um, so as far as building and things, we did all the, the cosmetic stuff ourselves. Um, <clears throat> and... Uh, yeah, so we got a late start. I mean, we didn't really actually open until the end of January uh, this year. Uh, so we've only been open for about six months or so. <clears throat> and uh, what did you say again, the name of your two partners? Uh, Scott Coleman and Marcus Thomas. And they, were they in the brewing industry at no. all also or just from no. doing other things? Yeah, just ho- they, they were homebrewers. Um, and, you know, had a pretty good handle on it. Um, Scott had won a couple of awards at various, like, homebrewing competitions and stuff. So um, he's, you know, he, he had some background on that. And um, Marcus, too. You know, Marcus Marcus is like the – he's the guy that brews the weird beers that we never really want him to brew. And then he does <laughs> it. And then it turns out awesome and people love it. So it's, you know, it's – we've got three, like, very different approaches to brewing. Um, so are, are all three of you brewing? Do you no. Take, or? It's, no, it's me. I, I'm – we we eventually when we started we were all kind of like hands in everything and that wore out really quickly and we Stepping got tired on of toes each other. and yeah. too many cooks in the kitchen definitely yeah um, I'm the only full time person there uh, Scott and Marcus kept their day job Scott's a steel engineer and Marcus does quality control for a production facility um, <clears throat> so. Uh, I'm, I'm in charge of all things brewing operations. Uh, Marcus does tap room, staffing, uh, social media marketing events, and then Scott does all the legal accounting and a lot of other things that we, you know, behind the scenes stuff that we wouldn't have time for. And we've kind of found our groove and, and we work pretty, pretty well together. I mean, we're a family. We, we fight and we make up and it's, you know, it's fun. <laughs> well, I definitely say you've hit your groove. You guys are, there's definitely a huge buzz around you i would say like online you're spoken of very highly especially for a brewery that's so new and you guys hit the ground running yeah um i like this is a so actually let's just talk about this uh beer we're drinking right now uh is it's pronounced nipa right i saw i think i saw a post it's supposed yeah. to be et style <laughs> it's be- best pronounced in your et voice so like nipa. 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 um it's just we named it that because 
in the description like of a lot of beers we make and other things any ipa and people try to pronounce it like it's a word so they come up with all these like is this how do you say this, is this uh-huh. it's like what is this nipa and like, <laughs> like we're naming a beer nipa so this that's, that's how great. it came together um th- yeah so this is it's an ipa slash double ipa it kind of sits right on that border it's 7.6 percent uh it's really low ibus uh mostly late edition hops um, you know, we manipulate the water chemistry to keep it real soft on the palate. Um, juicy. I, I hate, kind of hate that word. It's so, so overdone. Yeah. Now. Everything but is like yeah. a big juicy exactly. juice bomb, um, fire emoji, you yeah. know, like <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day that it does perfectly it, it, it describe is. it. Yeah. It's the only description that actually works. It, yeah. I don't know what else you would call it. Cause it's not, it, it's not dank. It's not, you know. It's not anything. It's not anything that other hoppy beers are. Um, so, we, you know, th- we like to drink this stuff. It's 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 gotten it's gotten a lot of good attention. You know, people really like it. I think I think the thing that is that makes this style of beer so popular is that it's approachable from all angles. It's not that old West coast bitter stuff, which I actually like, and I I have a real appreciation for, you know, we don't only do this, but for people that don't like quote unquote hoppy beers, stuff like this is um, something they can actually handle. And it is quote unquote juicy and it appeals to more people. It's very drinkable too. So if you don't like that big, punch in your mouth of hops it right. still has a ton of hops in it but it's still smooth and easy drinking yeah it's and good. chances are if you like orange juice right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you probably will right. like it's them. a great and breakfast ipa yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't want that that's correct you had breakfast outs so there's the, there's your net the name for the next one breakfast, <laughs> breakfast IPA. IPA. and it cut, you can get it in a crowler so it's perfect vessel for drinking in the shower right that's, yeah, that's right it's your shower beer it's your shower beer. it's just gonna be a very long shower <laughs> it's 7.6 percent um yeah it's it this is actually one of the bigger ipas that we make i i'm it's personal preference but i i'm not a huge fan of ipas once they break much over eight percent you know you get into like triple ipa territory things that are 10 11 percent if i can taste like hot alcohol i i'm not interested yeah the second there's a boozy taste in it like even um or it just whenever it starts to get the super sweet mm-hmm. and boozy i i don't yeah. like that at all like uh yeah. even 90 minute ipa or and then i don't know why anyone likes 120 minute ipa <laughs> <laughs> i like 120 but i don't drink it i, I save oh. it and seller it for like a yeah. couple of years 120 is as it. bad as a pullover hoodie <laughs> oh, yeah that's that's a bad thing what do we have to do to pause so I can go to my car and get a pullover hoodie? You will, you will regret that real fast because wait a couple more minutes. You're going to be warm doors. in here. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, boozy for me at, in other styles is not as big of an issue. I think there's just something about like big hoppy beers that are boozy that they should just be a barley wine. You know, at so some if point, it's, it's if just, it's like a barrel aged stout. It's kind of boozy. You're cool with that. Yeah. But just, you just don't want that in your in your IPAs or ales. Yeah, and I don't really know why. It's just there's yeah. something about IPAs and that that um, fusel alcohol thing that that gets going on. It's just not my jam. I find myself just wanting more and more session beers these days. Mm-hmm. I love it, like five percent, four and a half percent, something like that. You can drink more of them. You yep. S- According you know, to some list I read recently, session beers need to go away. Well. <laughs> F that list in the A. <laughs> I see what you did there. That is that yeah. is one. I told you I wouldn't swear this time. Yeah, okay, and you, you said we weren't allowed with the with the F in, but you you pulled it off. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations for slipping that in. <laughs> um, no, I'm all for sessionable stuff too. To be completely honest, in fact, um, uh, like my girlfriend works in Frederick, and when she was down here not so long ago, I said go to Attaboy and get some beers because they they mm-hmm. do a lot of real low key stuff, and it's it's flavorful and it's good, and I can drink two or three and keep moving on with my day. Attaboy makes a fantastic beer. Brian and Carly are killing it down yeah. there. Yeah, I I don't know why I always in my mind I associate you two together, really? like as you being like almost that the attaboy of that area hmm. and the cush i don't know if it's you both of you opened somewhere around the same amount of time i think yeah i i think they you, opened the same day we did because you know they were 
riding our coattails on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm the cooler one of the two of us, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty neck and neck. <laughs> we'll, uh, neck and neck. we'll have to get their opinion on hoodies Ooh, to decide. That's right. Actually, that's you, right. I think you would probably side with Actually, they're West Coast. They probably don't even wear hoodies. That's right. I, I don't know if that's so. I went. I was at a conference in San Diego, and it, we went to a Padres game, and it was like, I don't know, 60, high 60s, low 70s, and the stadium was empty. And I, I asked some, and like every coast, and everyone was like bundled up. And so I asked with a bartender, I was like, why is this like, does, does no one come to Padres games? And they're like, well, it's, it's kind of crappy weather in San Diego. <laughs> San Diegans are really sensitive to the weather. Like, it's, this is beautiful. <laughs> So oh, they probably have hoodies because they're very sensitive to the weather. They're probably just skipping us straight to fur coats. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bundle up. So you you mentioned um, barrel aged Barrel beers. aging, yeah. Do you happen to do you know I wrote an article about bourbon making? I do know you wrote this article. <laughs> was, I, have, I have not yet read it because I've, I was actually working today. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's good. Working? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> I am right now. This Ding. is. I just did work. So where, um, tell us about the name Kushwa. Where did that come from? How um, did you decide to use that? We went through an insane number of names before we actually landed on one. And there are so many breweries and so many beer names out there. It's w- tough to find yeah, one. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. And we, we actually had, had thought we landed on one, but it didn't work out. And we, we met in Ohio to go look at our equipment and sat down at um, Hop and Frog Brewery and put a timer on the clock for an hour and said, when we leave you know, here in an hour, we'll have a name. And I like Hop and Frog. I do too. They make some good beer. Yeah. I had a friend that was going to school in, um, I can't remember what school she was going to, and she would always bring me back yeah. Bombers of Hop and Frog. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Sorry, I got you off track. No, 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 that's all good. Um, they're they're speaking of barrel aged stuff. They do amazing barrel aged barrel aged Boris. Mm-hmm. I've not had their stuff yet. Now, uh, now I feel like out of the loop. Like I feel like the guy who doesn't wear a zip up hoodie. Got to got to get it. Got to get it in you. No one loves me. <laughs> Somebody probably does. Probably. Your wife might. I um. hope she does. <laughs> that or she's got one hell of a tolerance. <laughs> there you go. Maybe both. Um, what was the question? Uh, Kushwa, <laughs> you names. were at uh, oh, Hop and Frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, decided that if you... so we eventually, we just decided to go with something that was as local as possible. So Kushwa, our Williamsport town is a canal town. So it's right on the CNO canal. Um, there's a basin, the Kushwa basin, which is in the town. And basically that was a spot for uh, canal boats to come. They would, they, it's, it's really kind of wide and they could turn around and take cargo back the other way and things like that. So, um, it's, it's very important locally. It has a lot of like historic value. And then through the years, because of that, there have been like, there's a Kushwa, there was a Kushwa brick plant and like lots of other things. We actually, Maryland had a Senator Kushwa. So then it's a strong name in the state, but then locally it's, it's important there. So, um, we're really glad that we did. Uh, and I think it's worked out well for us, um, for, for people that live right around our brewery. Um, it's also, um, you know, just, it's different, just different. And nobody's ever going to try to take it from us. And yeah, <laughs> no, no one had it. So now I'm curious as to what some of the names that you didn't use were. Um, all kinds of stuff. Like we had some that were real serious. Like we were thinking about using reverence brewing and then like abstract was a name. Uh, that's taken by BrewDog has like an abstract series or something overseas. And yeah. they would probably sue you. And BrewDog might. And they would <laughs> just use that money to reinvest in their hotel. Yeah. Or need to, bigger to toilets. What, to whatever. Bigger toilets. Whatever them. other thing they're begging money for to make. 
I don't know that we're going to consider ourselves successful until we get a C and D letter from someone, though. You know, like I feel like we should got a couple just, of did you, did I, I, was, I was just going to say, just start following yeah. uh, barley and hops. I've got a couple week. of them. Just get, just name a beer after a cereal and use the box as the label that, or the poster. I, I was wondering about that. <laughs> we we got, did you get we, one for that? We got one for that. We also <laughs> so Frosted Flakes got a season. I, I imagine that like probably the next day. <laughs> no, that one was like it took like two weeks. Or uh, so and the beer was sold out. Before and we got it like, <laughs> all right we'll stop because we've gotten none left sure the other one was for our uh, Bauhaus Hefeweizen there's another brewery in somewhere in the middle Midwest that has is Bauhaus uh, Brew Labs I believe never had their stuff never heard of them mm-hmm. so they're whole do company. they actually own the trademark they own the trademark of Bauhaus Brew Labs okay but the word Bauhaus is a band it's an art movement it's a school it's Big in Germany. I bet it's you all if you were over. inclined, you could probably win that one. Well, they but sent a cease and desist letter, and it was a very well written letter. It was very nice. And we said, well, all the verbs and nouns were in the right place. <laughs> and basically, it's a one off. It was a one off beer. We at B and H, we don't do the same beer twice. We have three house beers. After is that, that, really, the other I ten beers we that. have, once it's gone, you will never make it again, and huh. you'll never be able to get it just because we like rotating their beers and you've nice. probably received the cease and desist for it <laughs> yes well we get a cease and desist from them and it was we we're just like well thank you for that very well written letter you should hang those That's next the... to the poster in the wall of art That's a good idea it's <laughs> actually a really good idea see how many badge of get. honor right kind of well, we yeah. got two we're not looking to get any more <laughs> so if it happens it happens like we weren't expecting one from the last one. It was like that's yeah, because that one wasn't intentional. No, we just went after an art an art school, and it was like okay, all right. Yeah. So it was fun though. It's the world in which we live. But you should be safe. For for <laughs> Kushwa, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless we change our last names to Kushwa and Sua. <laughs> I I think the prior art though was mm. still. And the above the O, which I had no idea until I stopped at the brewery um, Friday. That's a that's a boat. Oh yeah, it's a boat. It's a canal boat. We made the the U blue and put a canal boat on top of it. Which I just thought it was some kind of cool little. I don't know what I thought it was. I thought it looked cool. I just had. I knew it was a canal boat. You're smarter than me. I wouldn't go that far. People think and, it's an umlaut, but it doesn't look like an umlaut because it's. it's Dude, looks like a old. canal boat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty obvious. Right. I should have bought bigger tasting glasses because this Nipa is <laughs> really good. It's tasty. <clears throat> I love the Jello. Will that come back? Uh, I don't know. It depends <laughs> on whether we get a and d letter for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, that's a that good one. That's the one, we're, that's the one we're waiting for. Well, then you then you, re- you respond to the letter with a picture of Bill Cosby. So there's always room for Jello. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know if we want to There's... associate Bill Cosby with our brewery. <laughs> <laughs> just not a good look. <laughs> not a good look. Leave him out. And just, <laughs> just write a letter. There's always room for Jello. Right. You know what though? I wonder if that's a trademark that's already been lost. Yeah, I don't. You know, kind of like because it hasn't like Kleenex and um, Q-tips, like all those things. Like, and I could be completely wrong, and it's just like one of those urban legend like things but because it's such an ubiquitous term that they really don't have the trademark for them anymore and i could be completely making that up quick Uh, but my legal advice to you is that just go ahead and make it again call jello and you'll be fine just yeah we're just just do it till someone slaps you on the hand and says don't do this anymore oh i didn't realize that there was a gelatin product named jello yeah Yeah, that's that's the play i mean that's we'll, we'll definitely make it again i don't know we'll see if somebody throws a fit about it it's um, like the old band Green Jello. They got sued. They changed the name to Green Jelly. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Big deal. Just exactly. change one letter. Right. Keep the same logo. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just switch some letters around. Do you do you repeat your or are you like them? You're just doing different ones all the time. I have because I, I haven't. I I watch and whenever you say you have a release, yeah, it sounds really good. I'll come and try it. But I haven't I guess paid close enough attention to know if there are staples Mm -hmm. in your beer list we have some so i think yesterday uh we brewed the 75th batch of beer in our place and um i know we're moving right down the line but we're we have we have really small systems so you know we're just brewing a lot um and i think maybe like 45 of those are different beers 
so we we like to change it up too. Uh, there's some that we we want to rebrew on a pretty regular basis just because people really seem to latch on and like it. Um, so, I mean, from a business perspective, it's it's good for that. It makes sense to have something for people to come back to. Yeah. But also always having something new. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, what are they making next? I'm yeah. going to go back there Saturday just to see. Right. Well, and from, <clears throat> you know, from a – John, maybe you know, but from a – or feel this way, but from a brewer's perspective – I don't want to make the same thing all the time. I can't imagine boring. Yeah, working yeah. in a brewery that has, you know, eight beers that they churn, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with it, but like I, that wouldn't be my A brew day for choice. Eric and I, if it's a if it's a new beer, it's a fun day. If we have to do a house beer, we know exactly when we're getting out of work. Yeah. Because yep. that beer has been brewed for 18 years now. It's solid. We know exactly where it's going. We're like, all right. We know exactly what time we're going home. For and sure. I can call my wife and say, I'm going to be home exactly at 6 o'clock if we're doing one mm-hmm. of the house beers. But if it's a new beer, especially if it's got a lot of rye or wheat in there, mm-hmm. it could be a long day. Yeah. And we did a uh, kettle sour the other day mm-hmm. with a new strain that we hadn't used before. And we're expecting a 24-hour to 32-hour uh, change over there mm-hmm. with time for the uh, lacto to do its thing. Now it was dropping in about seven hours. Oh, damn. It was insane. Wow. So Eric and I were there all night long. We didn't leave until about five in the morning. And my wife's a nurse. I didn't want to wake her up when I got home since she had to. She was in the morning shift now. I laid down on the couch for an hour and just passed out and slept there until she, yeah, yeah. she woke me. She was like, what are you doing down here? I'm like, I didn't want to wake you up. <laughs> oh, you're such a good I husband. I just got home. I'm horrible. I would have went upstairs and just climbed into bed. <laughs> just jump in. Hey, are you awake? Yeah. Are you awake? Turn the lights on, gotten ready. And... I'm going to play some video games. <laughs> John, do you guys pilot batch stuff, or do you just go in? We just go in. Yeah, that we do too. I mean, yeah. our our system is basically the size of some people's pilot systems. Yeah. So, but we, yeah, we sometimes we write recipes the night before, you know, whatever strikes us, and, and we just like to try new things and see what Eric happens. and I come up with ideas, and but he's got such a... <clears throat> A long, much a long, much longer history in brewing than I do. That he can just look at it and be you know, like, "All right, this will work. This will work. This might not work, but yeah. eh, let's just see what we can do." And you know, we'll come up with recipes and go from there. And mm-hmm. he's he's been doing it for so long that we don't need to do pilot batches. Yeah, he's like, "Okay, I know this system. I know this will work. I know this won't work. We're gonna go with this one over here." Yeah, and so far so good. That's cool. You know, I've worked with it for two years now, and he's just killing it. Yep. So, so what do you, since both of you guys operate off of the same philosophy, which I like, I mean, I, I think, especially, I think in the, the craft beer culture and the climate now, you have to have new stuff coming out constantly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't matter if you have the most, I mean, I guess if you're one of the hot breweries that are making one of the most sought after beers, mm-hmm. then you can just keep making the same thing over and over again. But, but you're still going to get bored of that. <clears throat> but people want <clears throat> new stuff. And, and actually, those probably only doing so well because everyone, it's still such a small distribution that mm-hmm. like once they become super hyped, the rest of the, everyone wants some of it. Um, but what do you think of the criticism that some breweries and I think it's ones that have been around a lot longer, will say that anyone can brew something good once, that it it's <clears throat> that it's really hard to do the same thing consistently. It is definitely hard to do the same thing consistently, but <clears throat> there's always going to be someone who's hey, going to say, oh, I like the last batch better. Yeah, no matter it's like, how. It's, it could be identical. You could Everything, the water chemistry could be the same. Mm-hmm. Your hops are the same. The timing is the same. Temperature, everything is the same all the way through. But they'll still, there's always be critics saying, oh, I like the last one better. This isn't <laughs> quite as good. So. True. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, consistency is challenging. It, it definitely is. Uh, especially, especially on a smaller scale where most things are manual and any variable that's changed early in the process just has a ripple effect through the rest of the whole beer and it's it's hard you know, it just is you know i think there are some people that are forgiving of that and other people not and that's okay i mean i would so <clears throat> for somebody that would make that point and be like yeah it's easy to do that i would say maybe but 
is it easy to write a recipe every single time you brew and have it come mm-hmm. out good? Because that's a skill set in itself, yeah. you know? So I don't know. It's I think the cool thing about beer, though, is that we all have different approaches to what we do, and there's a market for most <coughs> of those things. You know, there, there are... If you think about it, even just in the Frederick area, because you guys have a lot of breweries down here. We do have a lot. You have a pretty wide range. More people are doing very different. That's the amazing thing, too, that there are tons of breweries, but there isn't like a, oh, I don't need to go there because they're, I'll just go to this place. They're doing the exact same thing. There is, there's some overlap, but a lot of them have their niche that they're doing. For sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So that, that, I I had never thought about that is... On a um, smaller scale, is it easier to mess up? Um, it like so like smaller variations. Will they have a larger effect than if you're brewing at a much larger scale? I don't know that it's as much a size thing as it is level of control on the system. You know, because you could have a very small system that's super dialed in, and you could press some buttons and walk away from it. Okay. You know, like, or you could have... But if everything's turning the knobs yeah. and running yeah, I mean, the... Almost everything on our... We, you know, temperature control is is you know, automated. But, I mean, almost everything that we do, you know, when I'm moving beer, when I'm doing things, is all manually controlled, you know, as opposed to, like, having, like, a brow con or something where you, like... Go click touch on a all the, click recipe, go. Yeah. Touch screen, touch screen, you know. Sit in the break room fantastic. with your iPad. <laughs> yeah. Add the apps. Yeah, finish my coffee, and <laughs> and again, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I I would kill somebody to get my hands on something like that. It I would, would be love to have that sweet, too. You know, so like it's it's but just it wasn't different it, approaches. Um, I think we had we asked David that right because yeah. he had yeah because Trog, Trogues has a very 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 uh, yeah system. like at Trogues they load up the the grain, which yep. is a lot of it is pushing a button to load it. Yeah. Um, they have these silos that, have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Am I telling you uh, stuff, you know, well, or it's, it's a bit, a, <laughs> am I mansplaining it to yeah. you? <laughs> it's been a long time. It's still a lot. It's still so, a lot of work to get everything. Yeah. Set the, up there there's a lot all. of physical work yeah. to put everything in place. But I think, but, that, I think that the, the, uh, <laughs> the guys that drugs have earned it after being around that many years to like, okay, you know what? We've been here over 20 years. It's time to get this big system. But like, so since right. he went from, Flying Dog to Trogues to his his, his brewery, brewery that's all house. that's is manual is what you're working with. Yeah. I, I just asked him like, wh- at which level does he? And he said he would he longs for the day of just clicking a button. Oh, some yeah. sometimes when he's sweating and brewing's physical. <laughs> you know, people I people uh, a lot of people don't realize just how physical brewing is on mm-hmm. our size. And I'm I'm assuming you guys too. I mean, we're you know we move grain bags manually you know everything's in a bag and you know we're stirring the mash manually you know we're doing we're everything is is all manual and it is it's hot in there and it's sweaty and it's and it's but it's also rewarding as hell like it's you know none of this is complaining it's 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 an awesome thing i mean i i frequently say can you imagine like doing something else i mean i've had a couple different careers i guess you would call them and I've never loved anything that as much as I love what I do. And I think one is because it's mine, you know, but it's, it's, I don't know. This is well, I think one, completely worth it. I think any job where you're creating something, yeah. there's mm-hmm. that, that satisfaction. Cause you have an end point mm-hmm. and then you start mm-hmm. over and then you're making something that people love yeah. and are giving you feedback and your and credit you're, for it. Yeah, too. They're and, just like, wow, we absolutely love what you've done. Yeah. Like this Nepa, <clears throat> freaking delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want I some more? That. Yeah, please. There, yeah, there's some more in there. Um, yeah, it's it's um I appreciate that. It's I'm a perfectionist, and it's really hard for. It's weird because I'm not even like I'm not good at accepting compliments. It always makes me uh, feel it's a, like it, yeah. awkward. And it's I'm a just very, like, I don't know where to look. You know, <laughs> don't know a, what to you're do. You're a very tra- attractive man. You're just beautiful. <laughs> Every beer you make is just gold. Oh you're my smart God. enough. You're good enough. Right. And gosh darn it, people, people like, like you. you. You know what's funny though is that it's it's. I think it's really easy to get caught up in all that positive stuff too, though. You know, it's really easy to be like, ah, oh, people love me. And, you know, you get a and big head over everything. This, the minute you think you know everything and that you, you've got it, you've lost it. Right. There's exactly every day you're learning more. Yeah. 
every freaking day i i'm just for me i it's it's really important and you know i I speak for three of us here and it's you know this is something else there's nothing to do with what we're talking about but because i'm the full-time person there i end up doing a lot of these types of things and because Mm -hmm. i'm the the full-time brewer people want to talk to me and things like that it's really important to me to always um, focus on the fact that this isn't a one-man thing like scott and marcus are just as involved in all of this as i am you know, they brew, they know what they're doing. Uh, all of the things that end up on our tap list are products of the three of us, you know, it's a we, group effort. It is a total yeah. group effort. And I can't, you know, I can't take credit for these things by myself and I don't want anybody to, to <clears throat> think what's well, I just read an article recently, which I, I think I, I think I had posted it and they're, they're the type of articles I typically don't like because it's really just, like, all negative. Mm-hmm. But, like, the headline was, will you please stop opening breweries? I saw that, too. I didn't and, read it yet. And but. it was um, it was along the lines of, like, if you don't want to do the stuff you listed that your two partners do, right. like, don't open a brewery. Right. If you don't know yeah. how to do that stuff, yeah. don't open a brewery. Everyone needs because, to be able to do these things. Yeah, you know, like, you can't do it. You bring the person on or you work with somebody who yeah. can. Yeah. Being able to brew beer isn't enough to open a brewery. No. Yeah, not not at all. The, the business side of this is crazy. There's so much to do behind the scenes. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. This, the, the, the TTV reports, the taxes and everything involved is absolutely crazy yep and if you if you have to dump a beer like uh even if it's a couple of kegs you have to write a report for that yeah and you have to submit it and that's just annoying and do you use a service for creating this like a web one of the services the website luckily i'm the assistant oh yeah you don't have to worry about (laughs) eric does all the paperwork I, love it. I feel like there's a lot of money to be made in someone who creates a user-friendly web portal mm-hmm. for creating those reports. We, fa- we found your next career. Because someone... Oh, wait, I you, was, you like changing jobs. We found <laughs> your next career. <laughs> I, I, like I, was, I was with someone that... Uh, it was in a, a distillery, and they were showing it to me. And they're just awful interfaces. So I feel like... It was, and it was ridiculously expensive. So I feel like if someone just made one that was actually user-friendly, looked good, mm. and they just priced it reasonably, you yeah. would just take or over the market. Just, a company of accountants who love to drink beer were like, hey, let's do this for yeah. them mm-hmm. and just have a service that you subscribe to. Somebody do this. Yeah, someone someone, someone get after that. Please <laughs> make our lives easier. So let's go back to when will I be able to get Jello again? Yeah, that's uh, a good question. I don't know. That, My wife was actually asking that the other day. We were in the store and she's looking around at everything. <clears> she's <throat> like, these all look great, but I just want Jello. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. This was yesterday. We're at uh, Yield Spirit Shop on Seventh Street, and look around. She's like, I just want Jello. Like, there's nothing here like that. I'm sorry. I was so glad that I made the. Um, that was I, the first time I, I drove to Kushwa's. Like you guys posted about it, and I didn't read anything that much about it. I was like, same Jello. It's got to be good. So <laughs> like, that was the first Jello. Yeah, I was like, they can't name it Jello if it's not good. <laughs> It's true. So, it, yeah, it's a it's it's a legal thing. We're not so allowed to call. It's, it's true. Like, it's also contractually <laughs> obligated for it to taste good. I think it's in the Bible as well. <laughs> Old Testament. A, not that new stuff. <laughs> yeah, the new crap. Uh, but it was it was so good. I missed out on Dank Pursuit though, and I've heard that that like it goes Jello, Dank Pursuit, and then Nipa. Then getting better, or getting worse. Jello best. Dank pursuit. Oh, really? I actually so I saw he brought the, us the worst. Well, it's what's available oh now. I mean, well, actually, though, like, well, I mean, Jello is amazing. But if this, uh, like, I'm sure there are thousands of breweries in the U.S. that would wish for this to be their worst. <laughs> this is true. Their worst beer. Very true. This is fantastic. <laughs> I don't. So they're all three different beers, and this is this is what's cool and something that's important to me because, it's like, on the the hop train that everybody's riding these days i feel like there are multiple breweries out there that make the same beer and just change the hops up mm-hmm. and that is fine it's fine it works but, for them yeah but i don't i don't want to do that so all three of those are super different recipes they're all just very yeah, like yeah. the malt bill's different the <coughs> they're not even i mean it's different. the thing they're not even comparable right. so you really can't make a right. list this 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 because it totally it, they're yeah. they're not beers that you can really compare right. other than just my personal taste is exactly these. It would be a preference thing. And we were <clears throat> um, 
we were at a bottle share the other night and somebody brought a crowler of dank and then I brought Nipa and it was cool to drink them side by side. And it, it was, I think my happiest, like the happiest moment of, of that experience was just to see just how different they are because I want that, you know, I, I want it. We want to be able to do different things. Um, Jello will definitely be back. I don't know when, um, we have another, we have another new, uh, New England IPA that's there. The problem with these things is they sell out super fast. I mean, it's good, you know, for, again, business standpoint, that's really good, but you can't, you can't keep it in stock. No. And that's just a pain. Well, and they're expensive as hell. They I mean, are. These, these beers are super expensive. Um, it, we would be, I don't know how we would even stay alive just brewing these beers because we don't have the benefit of having contracts for some of these hops and things we're picking up on so the you're paying a premium same for every us. time yeah. we, we don't have contracts either it's just we're beg borrow and steal exactly so i like to steal a lot i was gonna say probably a lot of stealing, <laughs> a lot of stealing. <laughs> um so we're gonna start locking our walk-in when john <laughs> i would basically yeah. is what we just got so out. i'm not gonna text you <laughs> so next apparently time barley and hops just lost part of its <laughs> op supply damn it not a true statement <laughs> no no maybe <laughs> we can't be sure um but yeah it's it's um they're really expensive so balancing everything and being able to keep some like cool beers like this on that appease the the people that want these types of beers but then also having some stuff that are the easy drinking uh more like chill beers for people in the community because there are a lot of people that have no interest in this whatsoever you know this appeals to a certain well, it's probably the actually the vast majority of people yeah that like, yes this is probably a very small subset local subset yeah. right but for the most part i mean people are coming in just getting your normals mm-hmm. normal air quote styles that yeah <clears throat> yeah people people want low-key stuff uh and honestly i like you know again back to like what we like to brew um I like to read different things. We we have like a Scottish export that's on, Ooh. and you know that's that's a cool beer because it's not something that you really find in a lot of places. No. You know, usually when it's a Scottish beer, it's a wee heavy because it's big and it's it sells. always a wee heavy that you hear about. Yeah, you know, so like a more low key Scottish style, or you know, some some like English bitters. Like I could drink an English bitter all day, like a well made English. I bitter. agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah, I love English style. The whole UK style. Is like, I I absolutely love those. Yep. I love the the malt balance with the hops, and I love those just bitter, bitter hops. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love New England style IPAs too. I love West Coast style IPAs, but I miss the English style. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do that anymore. And so what do... you're saying is you love beer? Yeah, <laughs> beer's good. Yeah, you do too. I hope. Otherwise, you're in the wrong podcast. Actually, I don't. I don't even really. <laughs> this, is, this is not the wine very, podcast. Very, very un not enjoyable at all no. can i share with you guys that about uh two months ago or so we hired a person uh named brady who is awesome to help me in the brew space because i was overwhelmed i mean i just had more to do than i could and um so we went through the interview process and interviewing people is really interesting and it's not something i've ever really done before i've, mm-hmm. I've avoided every management position i've ever been offered in life because i just don't want to manage people i just I just don't want to. I just don't like people in general. People are dumb. <laughs> people but are you're dumb. like, you, you're universally loved. It's weird. It's like, people like me, but I just want to go home and like, But I hate dogs. every like, single hate, one I of them. You guys. Just, like, I just want to hang out with my dogs. Right. Like, I like a person, but like people overall. Yeah. Like, pr- they're pretty dumb. It's, it's, it's like, I love people, but I hate gatherings. <laughs> um, I'm going to find a way to slip that quote into every podcast. Uh, nice. Uh, but through the interview process, because we were just joking about liking beer, I asked more than one person, like, so what styles of beer do you like? You know, like, what do you like? What do you like to drink? And one person said, like, I don't really like beer. And I'm like, what are you doing? Here? Yeah, like, that's... Why are you here right now? What that's is this? so weird. Why did you Why did you come over here? I have a question a... for you. So you, you said earlier you went to a uh, a bottle share and you brought the Nipah with you, right? I brought my own beer to a <laughs> nice. No, that's share. fine. That's totally cool. <laughs> So somebody else brought je- brought the other one, not Jello. What was the other one? Uh, Dank. 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 Yeah. Did you know that person, and did they know you were going to be there? They just or they just randomly got this and oh, they no. showed up. Yeah. No, it was somebody. I, it might have been actually Brady, who I was just talking about, gotcha. his or his brother Dalton. I don't know which one brought it, but yeah. I um, just thought it'd be funny if you just showed up and people had your beer there. That'd be pretty. And sweet. you didn't even know them. 
That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty awesome. You know what is cool for me is seeing our beer pop up in other places. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you've had this experience. People go on vacation or they'll like send it out to a friend or something. So like Cushwan, Colorado or Cushwan, yep. like South Carolina. And like, it's just, yeah. it's really neat, you know, for, <laughs> for someone to have liked something that you did so much that they took it to another location. Well, it's a, I, um, I don't, uh, it's not that far, but I grew up in Pittsburgh. So every time I go back to Pittsburgh, my brother-in-law really enjoys beer too. So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll usually make a rounds of all the local. Ian's like drinking. Yeah, we we <laughs> actually there's numbers, but yes, yes. <laughs> and, and then um, so I'll go around to all the local breweries to take some up for him to try. Once in a while, you can see photos on Instagram or like Facebook of some of our beers. Like people tag us, like the Outer Banks. It's normally just my wife and I, though. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of our beers are available in bars and, you know, restaurants around the area. But Keith Mark Cox said that you guys are studs. You guys? Yeah, I agree. Totally. <laughs> what was the last part of his name? Mark Cox. Cox. Uh, okay. I just, yeah. That's okay. the pronoun- correct pronunciation. <laughs> he tries to say it's Mark who, but we all, like, look at it. Just, Mark you say Cox. It for- Let's not French it up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this is America. <laughs> so since Keith said, uh, you know, we're studs, I got to give a shout out to Old Mother. Because yeah. they're pretty freaking awesome, and I love those guys. Most definitely. You and, know, and they're good looking, too. Also good looking. Yeah. In fact, everything everyone who works there is pretty good looking. They have they have like this thing like they only hire good looking people. Like Danzig only hires guys who can bench like four fifty. <laughs> Keith, I think Keith should jump on the um, fanny pack train with with Nick though. Ooh, yes, Keith, yeah. start selling fanny packs <laughs> and pullovers. Although I think not yeah. zippies. I've heard that Nick's already given up on wearing fanny packs all the time. He's probably probably was harassed enough to. They stopped wearing them. They are pretty weird. I'd rock an old mother pullover if they if they had one available. They'll make one for you, I'm sure. <laughs> Just one. I, I think they're very much in the zip yeah. camp. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know what? It's probably just that. that you can't part, say the S. That yeah. part of Maryland. No, I, I, I mispronounced <laughs> it. <laughs> it's that side of Maryland that doesn't like the zip. Those w- weird, so weird. weirdos over South Mountain. <laughs> once, right. yeah, once you've crossed South Mountain, all bets it all goes downhill. You, know, you, you start know, making yeah. bad life went, decisions. <laughs> went tubing this past weekend, and everyone over there was wearing pullovers floating down the river. 100 degrees with the... <laughs> That's with the heat index, but oh they. God. So, what what are your opinions on beer releases, like limited beer releases, and the trading culture and beer mules? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. So generally, I don't really care what people do if it doesn't affect me. You know, like, yeah. and honestly, like that doesn't really affect me a whole lot. I think that. I think here. So here's the one thing that frustrates me about what's happening in craft beer attached to that is that a very big well-known brewery in another state that's not far from here had a release not so long ago and that brewery sold their four packs for x number of dollars and then people were walking out on the street selling it for more than double that like just handing it off cash deal that's and i think that that's wrong sucks yeah i think that that's like ticket scalping Yes. It's the same thing. That <clears throat> that frustrates me because if the beer's worth that, and I'm not here to say that it is or it isn't, but if it's worth that, the person that that money should go to is the person that made it, you mm-hmm. know, the company that made yeah. it. Like that yep. part frustrates me, and I think that it frustrates a lot of people that make good beer, and they're trying to figure out how to stop that from happening, you mm-hmm. know, because nobody wants to see that. And honestly, there isn't. I mean, there's, there's next not. to no way to... <laughs> So the only way to do it would be to make people drink it on site. So if you have a location. Draft only. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, if you have a location that can serve large numbers of people, and if you do like bottle releases and stuff, I'm opening it in front of you. Here's your bottle. Yeah. Have a good time. So that's that's one way to it's do it. It's also a great way to drive business into you, into right. your place. Right. And um, then you get the, also the, the immediate positive or negative if, if it's not great. You get the immediate feedback from the customers. You get the people there like, right. we love this beer or we 
don't love this beer yeah. and it's not going to be some guy you know 100 miles away complaining beers put this on facebook or right. something yeah it's yeah it's the trading culture i don't think bothers me so much as i think it's cool that people are getting access to other things I think people take it to this next level and make it weird. I mean, I hear some stories that just, they're yeah. just it's just weird. And that, but that's an opinion. Like what? Um, I just, uh, I mean, people are basically like, this is what they do every day. Oh, yeah, day, just you know? go just around. Just always and, yeah. in a line, always now, shipping if you're, beer. If you're, if you're trading beers with friends or you're like, I'm going to be down at this brewery, I'm picking up a couple of cases, does anyone want any? As long as they're not like charging double for them, right? That's fine. Yeah. If I went to Cushwell, let's say you guys were having like a special can release four packs, mm -hmm. and I went down there, I bought a case of them. I keep one for myself, and I like tell my friends this is how much they cost, or hey, you can have them or whatever. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But if absolutely. I'm like, it cost me twelve dollars, so I'm gonna charge you twenty five. Give me fifty. <laughs> like that's just crap. When it's happening, and I think you know, <clears throat> so you'll hear from some people that they feel like craft beer is too expensive. I can't believe you'll pay whatever you price pay, for you whatever pay for the, the labor and the ingredients sure. and smaller smaller scales it costs a lot more to make yeah it's harder for us to do we don't have giant breweries we're not abm we can't i almost you caught that. you that was a good caught catch myself. uh you, you, <laughs> you can't, we can't foul make, mouth <laughs> yeah you don't know it <laughs> uh you, we can't make these giant giant batches like they do so when you make smaller batches it's gonna cost a little bit more Especially for you guys, you're even yeah. smaller than we are. Yeah. You've got to do probably double batching every day whenever you brew. Yeah, it's it's it costs a lot. You know, the the equipment's a lot. You know, keeping lights on is a lot. I mean, yeah. there's just there's the the overhead is is high in this business, and people don't know that. But I also think that breweries, for the most part, are trying to do their best at keeping prices affordable i mean yeah. some you can go so like coming from vermont you can go to some of the best breweries <clears throat> in the world and fill a you know a growler for 10 or 15 dollars you mm -hmm. know and like if they slapped a price of 40 dollars a growler people would still pay it but he doesn't because you know he i'm thinking of one person but like they don't because they want beer to be accessible you know i don't i think most of us don't want beer to turn into wine not that there's anything wrong with wine but you know that we don't want like, there are definitely people that are <laughs> are not like a subset of beer cult culture that are really pushing it there though right no they really are yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right yeah. well and eventually i think that <clears throat> i think the price point is going to rise because breweries are going to get sick of people reselling their beer for more money i mean it's a yeah. first of all it's illegal but you know, nobody's probably going to enforce that generally, you know, but brewers are going to get tired of it and go, Hey, I made that. I'm going to, if, if you can sell it for that, I'm going to pull the profit, which, you know, they yeah. should get the profit. I don't know where it all goes. At that point, going with your idea of just saying, all right, you know, it's, we're going to release this specialty beer, mm -hmm. but it's a tap room only. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's draft only. That'd be the only way that they could really control that, to be honest. Right. Only that I can think of. Yeah. You know, and I, I guess, I mean, it also depends on what the motive, motivation of the brewery is, you know, how much, how do they, how do they want to run their business? And, it, you know, people can do whatever they want to their business. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> I hope that craft beer continues to be cool and that we all continue to work together and things like that. Um, you know, I, I don't know the future, the future of this industry is going to be interesting. I think. Most definitely. It's yeah. always growing and expanding and it's just gonna be fun to see where it goes mm -hmm. so what do, do you guys have um aspirations to distribute a bottled or canned product eventually um, or do you want to stay with uh having people come to your tap room and are you available on tap at other locations or is it all through your tap room uh almost everything that we brew gets sold through the tap room uh we've just recently started to um, send some kegs out. So we work with White Rabbit. We work with yeah, <laughs> and Frederick White Rabbit. Um, those guys are awesome, and that place is the food is great. The the tap list is really cool. Um, freaking awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a they've got a good thing going. Um, so we've been fortunate enough to link up with them, um, and they've been good to us. Um, in Hagerstown, three restaurants: um, Dan's, Rick's, and uh, Broadax, which is a bar slash restaurant. I love the Broadax. Yeah. So Never much. been there. It's, oh, yeah, it's cool. you're gonna yeah you're gonna go. We're going. 
Dan's is, is awesome too. It's yeah. over in Boonesboro. It's, Dan's Tap House. Yeah, yeah I've been you've there. Been there. It's, I love that place. When um, I've been there a couple times, but when uh, for the newspaper's 125th anniversary, mm-hmm. we made a beer with Monocacy. I remember and that. Yeah, <clears throat> Dan's Tap House was one of the release party locations. Nice. Cool. I love Dan's Tap House so much. I could never say anything bad about that place. Every time I go there, the food is great. The beer selection is great, and it's the only place I can go to, and I'm pretty much guaranteed to find something by Maine Brewing Company on tap. Like, yeah. the small little place in Moonsboro has one of the best selections Yeah, ever. I've never had anything from Maine Brewing Company. Oh, fail. I don't know. Yeah, you're missing out. There's, yeah. And they, they even, I think it was um, <clears throat> breakfast. Is that one of their? They've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know. Is breakfast <laughs> their IPA? I think it's an, it's, I, it's an IPA series. I don't know about. Is, I don't know um, if there's a breakfast, but lunch and dinner IPAs. Yeah, like uh, I don't know if if lunch is a double, but dinner is. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I think breakfast stuff. is a regular IPA, and they had it at um, Lakefront mm. Wine and Spirits near Whittier, <clears throat> and I meant to go get some, and I never got around to it. Mm. All right, well, by the next podcast, your mission is to drink something, anything by Maine Brewing Company. That probably won't happen. All right, well, I'm going <laughs> to swear more than you've ever heard I'm next going, time. I'm gonna, uh, oh, by the next time you're on, that could potentially oh. happen, because I don't know if... You're going to hold off on that. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're... I, I, just, made, I just made I myself full, obsolete. Yeah, I have full control over that then. <laughs> All right, well, I'll find some Maine, and I'll bring it here, and we'll drink it. All right. Well, then that as long as you make it easy for me, then I want to just do a bottle share. Let's get a bunch of brewers and just drink beer. We could do that too. Cool. Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. That'd Done. Be fun. So That'd we be fun to are, are you gonna bring Jello? <laughs> if it's not available. in the bo- not in the bowl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So we had talked. Uh, it was what was it during the um, February podcast mm-hmm. we did, where yes. And we've been—I I, I still want to do it. We've been I'm talking about it for a while. This. Where we want to do rip off um, the reading of mean homage. tweets. I yeah, a, homage. an homage to Jimmy Kimmel's <laughs> mean tweets. Oh yeah, <clears throat> but do a, um, a beer like, like have the breweries come we're, in. We're it doesn't even have to be podcasts. untapped. It yes. could be any bad reviews because I think Old Mother's <laughs> really bad one was a Facebook review. <laughs> yes, <laughs> theirs is great. <laughs> so have you have you received any ridiculous? Yes. Bad ones yet? Yes, uh, we've gotten we've gotten a few, and some of them still kind of hurt. Um, <laughs> and I, in fact, I say that, and I think I just actually ripped that off from Jailbreak because I think they did. They one did of those do things, one, and, I and didn't. one of the guys like read it, and he was laughing. And I think at the end of it, he said, "Actually, that one still kind of hurts." <laughs> um, yeah, like we had one. So we have we have a beer called Inspirations that um, is a sour blonde. It's kettle soured. You know, all of our quick every, all of everyone's quick sour our kettle sours like of course. nobody you know so i barely just for four days <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um i don't think everyone knows that though you know so anyway so we have this sour blonde and somebody checked it and said um much less vomit inducing than most sours i've had oh one, one cap and like thanks guy we appreciate, <laughs> yeah. we appreciate much you less so this person's <laughs> had sours before Knows they, they don't, don't like, like them, them <laughs> that's great. but still tries them. <laughs> and <races>. kudos to them. <laughs> yeah, for like, you know what? I'm gonna try this again. Uh, yep, still don't like. Still them. don't like it. Still gonna give a bad review. <laughs> I, yeah, like I appreciate your tenacity. However, <laughs> if you could just maybe like comment and then leave the rating, or even off. yeah, the rating. You know what? Or it. just don't even check it in if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, gotta yeah. get those badges though. <clears throat> <laughs> I didn't say okay. I just said, yeah, collect them all. God, I hate, um, I hate. I stopped using Untapped a while ago. I, I look at it to see if I've like, I have I had this beer before. Oh, that one was awful. Never mind. I won't buy that one. And that's me at the store. Yep. But I haven't checked in a long time, so there's a lot that I'm missing. I I um. You know, we I think I've had that app on my phone for maybe like six years. I don't know how long they've been around, but yeah, you know, they've been it's, around for a long time. It's been a, it's been a while, and um, it's cool. It you know, it was cool back in the day to like see what friends are drinking and all that stuff. As, I remember as, back when you could almost never use it because there was like ten people on no. at the same time, <laughs> so you would just get a server error. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a brewery owner, it's hard, and I for the most part try to stay off of it because. Um, 
everybody's an expert when it comes to beer, which is yeah. really interesting. And there are a lot of experts. Yeah. They're all on Yelp as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> yep. Your online community is, is strong with knowledge of beer Just, and food. And, yeah. Um, Everything. And uh, somebody the other day was referring to them as Instarones. Like, you know, like the Cicerone with like Instarones. Yes. Like they bl- <laughs> They've Jedi mind tricked it, and they're they're like beer experts, and it's it's crazy because I'm I would I, I'm all for constructive criticism. Like if you can sit down and tell me that I brewed a beer and and why it's not spot on, you know, because I make mistakes and I'm the first one. Everyone to makes it. a mistake. Yeah. If you can, if you, they can't tell you why it's wrong, yeah, push them aside. I don't yeah. like sours. It's awful. Right. Well, and that's, <laughs> and that's the hops, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like it's. You know, the constructive part's cool. Hoppy beers are the is... worst, and this one is just as bad. Right. <laughs> it's the worst stout I've ever had. Damn Nipa. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so it's, you know, un- Untapped is, is a, uh, has become an animal of, in and of itself. And My I'm favorite is not... when you'll see, every, it doesn't happen often, but you'll see someone describe the beer in a way that's exactly to what the beer should taste. Yes. And then say that it was bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's awful. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it it's um it happens and we just we try to we try to stay off of it. It's hard. Actually <clears throat> Marcus gets the worst of it because he's doing all the social media stuff. Oh, so he has to oh, take it all things. down first. Yeah, and like and oh, then I man. he kind of shields us from because <laughs> I, I try not to look at our check ins for the most part. Um once in a while I'm I'm curious about like if I'm if I'm in a place that has our beer on tap, like how many of those people are checking it just mm-hmm. for market, re- you know, like I just yeah. want to know. Um, but outside of that, I don't look at it, but Marcus, Marcus gets, gets beat up all the time from it, you know, Facebook stuff. <clears throat> so what's, what's one trend in craft beer that you hate and wish would go away? Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. They're awful. Zip up hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Let me think. On, I want to think on that one. I don't, there's nothing, <clears throat> this is going to sound ridiculous, but I'm so like head down focused on what I'm doing right now. I've kind of lost track with, and maybe this is a bad thing, but I've lost track with a lot of like, very new cool things. Like I have friends come in and go, Hey, did you get the new blah, blah, blah release. And I'm like, I didn't know that happened. Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. and like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. Cause I'm not, I don't, I rarely go to bottle shops now and yep. I don't have a lot of free time. So I, I'm not kind of out there doing it. Um, <clears throat> I think that, um, I think we're nearing the end of the days of homebrewers opening their own brewery. You know, I, I think we're, we're, probably getting close to the end of that trend um because there are a lot of really experienced brewers out there and not that no one will ever be able to do it that's not what i'm saying but um i think maybe just like opening breweries is like the new cool thing and it's not freaking easy it isn't there's way too much work in there and it's just (laughs) so hard and a lot of people are like oh i want to do this this looks like a lot of fun i get people coming all the time said what's it like to be a brewer i want to do this this looks like a fun job like yeah, it's fun, but it's you're also not going to get paid a hell of a lot. Right. And you if you're sweat, opening your own, you're... <laughs> your wife's probably going to leave you because yeah. you're never <laughs> home because you're going to be working all the time. Yeah. Kids aren't going to know who you are. You're, you're like, your life is going to be not the best for the first year. Yeah. And if you can get past that and you can start building up, then everyone I've seen who's been able to do that has done a great job if you can get past that first year. Yeah. I've known <clears> people who wouldn't even get that far. Yeah. So. So. My trend. Stop yeah. opening breweries. No, I, I, I yeah, just, Everyone just stop. <laughs> stop yeah, doing stop. New England style IPAs. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't know because I don't. I guess I just again. It kind of goes back to that whole thing of like I don't really you care, don't care what care people what, yeah. do as long as it's not directly affecting me. Um, you know, it's it is, it, it is hard to. Um, watch everyone be an expert at something that they don't know anything about or that, you know, some people don't know know about. Um, I don't know. It's a hard one. I think that, I think it's a one thing that makes the industry so interesting is because it's something that people will feel so passionate about because 
everyone they they start they they like something or they like a brewery mm. and then they um become a huge fan of that brewery mm-hmm. so if you say something bad about that it's yeah. like you're it's insulting like a personal yeah. insult yeah. to them yeah. yeah so people are so passionate yeah. about the brewery there that they some, decided that they there are some breweries that i absolutely love and if someone else doesn't like it to me i'm like oh well that's yeah more, more for me yeah right. but those people are like i'm gonna kill you and your whole entire family <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an interesting point. And this is something I was talking to some people today about is there are breweries out there that have positioned themselves in a way that anyone who has a negative opinion, it's their problem. Like that brewery couldn't possibly have messed up anything ever because they're Breweries solid make gold. mistakes. Right. Breweries but, make mistakes. Yeah. And so do the fans who drink it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to give it, you know, everything with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's, um, I try to, and I think it's important to listen to people's feedback, and then you you take what you take in what is valuable, and you just let the rest of it go. Mm-hmm. Um, you believe we've been talking for over an hour already? I cannot. Uh, well, we definitely have. <laughs> let's just not stop. So <laughs> well, I like this. This is fun. It is fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, we can still continue talking, but we may as well stop now because people keep telling me that one hour is way too long. They like when they're shorter, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've never so... heard someone say they like it when it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want, to, want me to introduce you to her? <laughs> and on that note, thank you for coming in, Garrett. Thank a, you for having me. It's great. I, I love your beer. I appreciate You're doing that. great things. And I, I also I love the look of the brewery. It's a, That's gorgeous. A, yeah, it, it's it's in that style of like a simple, clean, um, surround it. Like in, I, the, although the last time I was there, I liked when you had all the cans drawn on the chalkboard. Oh yeah. yeah and it yeah. said something like make your own can art <laughs> yeah. or something. That was, that was cool. And, um, it's a great brewery. Everyone should come. Everyone <clears throat> needs to visit Kushwa. They absolutely, absolutely At should. At least should 10 times in their life. <laughs> Maybe or times. more. Yeah. So where so can people, where can people find you? Um, so, <clears throat> Sorry, we're we're in Williamsport, Maryland, which is basically attached to Hagerstown. Um, we are kind of right on the Potomac River. Like our brewery isn't on the river, but it's right there. So we're the last exit before you cross into West Virginia on 81. Um, we usually have eight taps running. Um, try to switch it up pretty frequently. Uh, you can check our website or. Um, you know, we social follow us on social media. We change, uh, we, you know, we update everything, uh, you know, as frequently as we can. Um, right now, we're on tap at um, Dan's Tap House, uh, Rick's Cafe, Broad Axe, uh, and then I think I think there's uh, still inspirations on it, White Rabbit. Those are, <clears throat> for now, those are the restaurants that we work with. Um, people can drink, you know, can come in and drink in our space. We try to do live music. We try to do events. Um, you know, keep it interesting. Uh, with crowlers to go we don't fill growlers this has been a point of contention for a few people but we don't do it we just fill crowlers only so i think that's just fine yeah i mean that's we made a business decision and there's a bunch of reasons for it but that's that's you know what we're sticking with and so you just don't want you don't want to stock your own and you don't want to, have to deal with people bringing in disgusting right filthy crowlers. It, right. correct me if i'm wrong it's probably but i would the reason i would stop selling crawlers would be you don't know where that crawler's been. You don't know how dirty it is. You don't know how well they cleaned it. And you don't want to put your product in a vessel that could be contaminated. Right. And when they drink it two days later, guys are like, oh, Go this, on this tap is garbage. And I'm going to give it a bad review. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen that work in action, you know, having worked at the other brewery and just knowing people, you know, mm-hmm. that own breweries or brewers and from other places. And uh, having to reject someone's growler because it's dirty is a, is a lot of people – take that as a personal attack and then it becomes this weird thing and then mm-hmm. they go put it in there anyway i don't care and like but we care yeah and then it's like then what do you do and you know and then there's the whole like light and some of them don't like the screw tops don't seal real well like there's just a bunch of stuff it's a lot of lost beer there it, we just we do crowlers and that's that's what it's, we're doing it's also easier yeah and it's a lot cheaper too and it then is. they can get two different flavors yep so yeah. i like crowlers i do too and they're recyclable crowlers Go planet. Go crowders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, once again, thank you for coming in. Yeah. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks thank for the drive, you, man. Thank you for joining me again, John. Uh, thank you for having me. Maybe happen again someday. Please. So you're wearing the uh, Minnie Mouse headphones next I'll time. I'll wear those next time. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. 
Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.